Welcome. What? Oh, oh, you're surprising me this time. It's Saturday. It's been a good Saturday for us. <laughs> yes, it's Saturday. We are here recording the podcast. And uh, some big news happened today. Yeah, we, I was. It's been a very stressful week, just not knowing. I think that the time frame of it being so drawn out has been stressful for everyone. Yeah. Now just knowing is such a relief. Oh God, to know that Kanye finally took office <sighs> is such a relief. And that Donald has to move out so Kanye can move in. Yeah, but. Kanye's gonna let Donnie come back in. They're pals. They're buddies. You think he's gonna come over for sleepovers and stuff? Do you think now Donald's pissed and he's like, you know, potentially those Kanye votes could have gone to me. I don't know why it sounds like this. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> um, I think the last I saw it, I don't know if it's correct, but it was like sixty thousand people voted for Kanye. <laughs> 60,000 oh, fucking idiots. Every single one as a joke, right? Who just, I assume because they didn't want to vote for either one. So like, fuck it, I'm voting Kanye. I mean, I assume that those are coming out of Kanye states. Kanye states? What's a Kanye state? The states where he has like the most fans or like the places where he is the most. Like the Kanye states. How I, fucked I, up would it have been if he like actually did win? That would have been crazy. There... <laughs> Well, first of all, he didn't really campaign. No, so he doesn't have to. No one. W- well, for w- from what I saw, this was just to prep him up for 2024. Like this was just to s- get the momentum out there, so people know that he's serious about politics, so he can run for real in 2024. I do not believe that there are enough people who will vote for Kanye West. <laughs> But he comes out, and he makes like the most sense out of anybody. And we're all like, holy shit. No, he's <laughs> mentally ill. We can't have someone who is mentally ill. Come on. Let's White try House. it out. Yeah, we don't have that right now. I'm, not, I'm throwing not, daggers. Not that kind of mentally ill. I want like cat throwing lady mentally ill. Ooh. Like, like man. washing her cats on a washboard <laughs> in the river. <laughs> Classic. Uh, president, president. Iran has attacked us. Throw a cat at him. I don't think that's going to work, man. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> so, yeah, Donald Trump didn't win. It happened. I was just going to. Do you think we have fa- listeners who are fans of the. Of course we do. Donald. I'll say who it is right now. I know. I, I guarantee Jimmy voted for Donald Trump. And I wonder if it bothers oh. him that we, unless he voted she, for Joe Jorgensen. you should be calling him out on this podcast. <laughs> no, I don't think it's negative. I think that I appreciate that we are obviously people who believe something different and we can still clearly be friends. But I wonder if we've ever rubbed him the wrong way. He's the person I always think about. I don't know about like Ron or anything, but <laughs> all sorts of names there. I didn't want to get specific. <laughs> We have like five people who listen. That's bullshit. I know the numbers. It's higher than five people. I think Zach definitely voted for Trump. I think Kent definitely voted for Trump. Kirk didn't vote because he believes the earth is flat. Why do you think 
can't. Is that, I don't like this conversation. I'm, I'm kidding now. <laughs> I'm kidding now. Kidding. <laughs> I didn't know you were kidding. <laughs> no, I don't even. I don't know who these people voted for. Like I said, Jimmy could have voted for Joe Jorgensen because a lot of people who like guns seem to like Joe Jorgensen. And she got a lot of votes. Like she, she obviously isn't anywhere close to where she could take over. But I think she did kind of well as a libertarian candidate for an independent. I think she did. So I have no idea. I know there are a lot of people, or not a lot of people, but I do know some people who switched from Donald to Joe Jorgensen. I have no idea how people voted. I have no idea what people really think. Donnie to Joe. But if we do rub you the wrong way, I apologize. But I am not a fan of Donald Trump. But I rub people wrong the wrong way all the time. I do that a lot. <laughs> I do. And I don't necessarily like it. I just have, I think I have kind of like a polarizing sense of humor. That's exactly what it is. We're, it's all in trying to make someone laugh. And sometimes the sense of humor is so extreme that yeah. people are just like, oh, what? what? And I, I do definitely did think. you just make fun of my dead dad? Yes, yes, I did, because my dad is dead, too. It's funny. <laughs> I, I just think that you can find humor in... Ev- I mean, obviously, not necessarily in everything. Like, if there's some graphic story where someone was, like, brutalized and stuff, it's going to be a lot harder to find humor in that. Unless they were wearing clown shoes. That's pretty funny. I mean, that would be. <laughs> you kind of deserve it, I guess. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. I'm just glad, like I said, it's not over, but we at least know there's at least some relief in that. It's nice. It's Saturday afternoon. The sun is shining. It's a nice day. It's a nice day. It's warm out, which is nice. Like I'm going to jam some music later. I haven't done that in fucking forever. I haven't uh, really hung out with a friend in uh, like a year and a half because things were weird and... We're going to hang out again, and she seems really excited to hang out, and she's, like, prepping stuff, and, like, it's 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 a good day. It feels <laughs> like a good day. Like, I just feel a lot of positivity, so I don't want to necessarily bring anyone down or anything, but I'm excited. I'm happy. This is Couple of Critics Podcast. I am Michelle. That over there is Sam. He's spinning I'm in his Sam. chair. <laughs> and uh, we are here to hopefully entertain you somewhat with some musical reviews. Hopefully. Hopefully. It's what we do. It's what we attempt to it's do. What we at least. try to do. So I chose an album this week, and this is something that you exposed me to this. But this is something that we, I would, say, I mean, because I definitely enjoyed it. I'm kind of giving some stuff away from earlier or from late for later, but it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters either. But I, I immediately liked Corn Bugs. Corn Bugs. I liked Bill Mosley's voice. I liked his weird uh, just approach and then it's like goofy, but it's not like hilarious because he's not like a comedian. He's just like a guy with a weird sense of humor. Uh, so it's just, I don't know. It's just goofy and fun and uh, it's it jams because it's, it's Bill Mosley and Buckethead. Yes. And I, there's awesome. some other and brain. people. Is brain? Brain has drums on some of the cornbug stuff okay who's like the pincher someone i have no idea i don't know too much about cornbugs i just know the songs and i love bill mosley okay and i had a couple it's buckethead albums pinch face travis dickerson sometimes i guess bill mosley and buckethead there's but no brain that's not what it says pinch face was the uh let's see what does he play my name is pinch face like a guitar dr- 
player, a guitar drummer, I almost said. A guitar drummer? But then he looks like he could be a drummer there, so I have no idea. We don't know who you are, Pinchface, but we love but you. But Pinchface is someone who exists as well, and then someone named Travis Dickerson, who also didn't feel like having a crazy name. His last name sounds like a son, or a father telling his son to have sex with a woman. Travis Dickerson? Yeah. His dad's name is Burton Dickerson. <laughs> that is a name. I Burton Dickerson. <laughs> and if you if you do not know who Bill Mosley is, if you've never seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which I've seen because of you, Sam. <laughs> I was going to ask if, if if Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 happened before Corn Bugs for you. Whatever. I, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. I assume so. But I mean, I know it happened... For me before, for sure. I am. Yes. I assume so. I mean, and then you went to jail and I bought you some corn bugs DVDs. <laughs> so when you got back, the I first sh- time I was in jail during our relationship. That's because it was early on and I was, I missed you so much and we were so young and in love and I bought you all of these gifts. <laughs> yeah, you did. And, and you still have most of them, I would say, because you still have that Beavis and Butthead <laughs> shirt, which rules and you always get compliments on. Yep. And your Beavis and Butthead mooning hat. Yep. And I think you also got me the butt file shirt then. Mm-hmm. And you also got me the recently deceased Nacho's rule pants yeah. that I had soiled with my shit. Yeah, those are the those poor Those are the poop pants. Sweat, yeah, pajama pants were the ones got, that you They got thrown away. <laughs> well they were also really ripped up. There's no reason why no. they should have been kept. Those ones were actually in pretty good shape. The leg was ripped up. No, it's the other pants that are <laughs> ripped up. But yeah, we're going to find Nacho's rule pants again, goddammit. But yeah, you got me all these gifts and corn bug stuff. With. You got me some killer corn bug stuff. I got shit. you corn bugs and Beavis and Butthead stuff. Killer corn bug stuff. You got me like a signed card and a couple DVDs, the Quackers DVD. Mm-hmm. Head cheese. Head cheese, some good stuff. Yeah, so good stuff. So corn bugs, Real good stuff. Is it's known as American avant-garde metal, and I don't know if I would even call it metal, but it's definitely hmm. weird because it has Buckethead and it has his style. Say. But I would probably just call it metal because Buckethead's in it. I would think so, but it is Bill Chop Top Mosley who was the That's guy. What they call him in it. Yeah, well, he goes. Yeah, I read a whole thing, and I don't know if it was true because this website that I was reading kept calling them the corn bugs. The corn bugs. And it would be quoted like that was a thing, and they're not the corn bugs, they're corn bugs. So that person clearly doesn't know what they're talking about. But they talked about like how how they supposedly, like, literally, uh, Bill, suppo- he would just started sh- like pulling some corn open. And there, it was like infested with bugs. And he was like, ah, corn bugs. <laughs> and I guess that's how the name started. <laughs> According to that website. I just imagined. Hey, corn bugs. corn bugs. Hey. So yeah, he's, he's Chop Top. He, God, he hangs out top. with, I don't know who he actually is in the family, but he hangs out with Leatherface. He has a plate in his head. Which Leatherface dented. I, d- you know what? The the whole chop top. Is that a radio station? Like, I always wondered if it was supposed to be the the brother from the first one. But that guy gets fucked. Because he gets run over by a big semi. So, and so I thought maybe that was the reason for the giant plate in his head. But I don't know if that's true. I don't think it is. I think chop top. 
Throughout the whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre series, the family keeps changing. Leatherface is the only thing that stays the same. Okay. And they never get explained. They're never like, oh, you know, Aunt Bertha and blah, blah, blah got killed by Texas Pete, so now old Leatherface had to come over here and live. Old Leatherface? Yeah. But that's what it seems like. It seems like it's just this like network of families that eat people, and whenever the first one dies but Leatherface is left, he just goes to the next family. Hmm. Okay. Well, they. I mean, he definitely... Because Chop Top's only in part two. Yeah, he is. And so is Dennis Hopper. Yeah, oh God, Dennis Hopper is so ridiculous in that movie. <sighs> Come on, devils! Oh, devils! It's so ridiculous. <laughs> but let's get into this album. Uh, it says that the the corn bugs. Oh, my God, I almost... The corn bugs. It's, it's seeped in. Um, I guess they started in 95 and officially ended things in 2007. So they were a thing for 12 years. That's much longer than I thought. Oh, and you also might know Bill Mosley from, I should say, he was Otis Driftwood in the Rob Zombie oh, yeah. movies. <laughs> Way more thick of him as Chop Top. And I, I, always, I forget God, that, too. God, he was too, so because, good in Devil's Rejects. Uh, oh, Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses, even though I think he was definitely way better in Devil's Rejects. I haven't seen Three from Hell yet, so I can't speak on that. No, I would like to, though. We should watch it because we were fans of... I love the Devil's Rejects. I own the Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses, and I don't own a lot of movies like that. Yeah, so like when that scene is out there and he's like... This is my fucking chocolate factory. <laughs> He's legitimately terrifying and not a goofy way. Because I'm used to Bill Mosley being just goofy and ridiculous. And Otis Driftwood is not. Yeah. Well, he kind of is in House of a Thousand Corpses. He's more goofy. He's got more of a goofy and he's a little more manic. But that desert scene and when he's in the hotel and he's just... Oh, my God. Doing weird mind games and threatening their lives and stuff. He's wonderful. Mr. Big Stick walking fucking tall. that's good stuff i am willie walker this is my fucking chocolate factory (laughs) so this album we that we listened to is brain circus it came out in 2004 so it was later on in their uh in their run i guess spot the psycho had already come out this is on the later end of things but they they did like four or five albums corn pugs did total they're a one-take band from what i remember right it's just we go, we record it, what it is is what it is. That's what I read, that it is very improvised. Yeah. I think I think Bill just has like poems already. I think so. And Buckethead just jams on drums with somebody and they record it and they'll just fucking go. Yeah, like I don't I don't think that this stuff is it, they didn't take multiple takes or anything. It, it just no. is what it is, and it's <laughs> like the music videos are them just like with a home video camera with like with like wearing chickens. a mask, just yeah, holding a rubber chicken, just dancing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Next to a pool table, like you couldn't even move the billiards table. They just put like Halloween skulls on top of it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So yeah, here is uh, the first track, "Riders of the Whistling Skull," and I'm gonna go ahead and say that with this song. There is more production sounding sound in this song than a lot of the songs on this album. I absolutely agree. This one sounds what? like they paid more attention to it. Like the drums are thicker. The guitar sounds good. It sounds tighter with each other. There's times in this album where it's so sloppy. And where you can tell it's just super improvised. Yeah, and they're just looking at each other like, um, now. <laughs> but this song grooves. Yeah, this song's good. I I love this album in general. Yeah, this is a sloppy I can handle. 
And I gave this to you mostly because I had been listening to it recently and I I kind of expected you to give it to me because you introduced Hornbugs to me. But I kind of also couldn't wait because I've been listening to it a lot lately. (laughs) So I was like, I just want to do this because it's fun. And I would have never thought of it. I'm horrible about that. I love his voice. <laughs> so Bill Mosley. He's got a voice that you immediately go, I'm Bill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love it. Bill Mosley was the only good thing about Texas Chainsaw 3D. He's in the very beginning. That is the go get him, cuz. Texas Chainsaw. Oh, it Master. is? I don't remember. He's in the very beginning. He plays... Because it's a continuation from the first one, supposed to be. Okay. So there's like a scene, and he plays. Uh, do you remember the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre at all? Not a lot. There's the main guy who like does the barbecue. They call him the cook. Yeah. He plays the cook later in the okay. very beginning scene, and Gunnar Hansen plays a different character who played Leatherface. Yeah. And they get all shot up in the beginning. And I remember watching it. It was like this movie's gonna kick ass. And then, uh, Jesus Christ, it couldn't have gone down faster. Yeah. <laughs> but Bill was a great part. I've liked Bill on everything. There's this really funny video of Bill Mosley dancing as like a vegetable man. He's got like grapes or carrots tied to him and he's just dancing around. So now I can only imagine that Willem Dafoe dancing around with his cock. If I hear of a man dancing, I immediately picture Willem Dafoe with his huge flaccid naked body. If I had a huge crack, I would get it out all the time. I would like lay it on tables and stuff. Oh my god. So I do want to say about this is that this song has grown on me because it, it, it's always it's always been more out of place because it doesn't match the rest of the album as much. Yeah. So I yeah. was just kind of like in my head was just like, meh, but it's not a bad song. No, it's fun. No, it's good. Like I have nothing against it. But I just before was just kinda like, this isn't like everything else, so I'm less interested. And that's not fair. This I think this song would go well live. Yeah. You feel an energy from it. Did Cornbugs ever do live shows? I don't know. God, that would have been great. I imagine if they did, it was very simple. Very simple and packed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, as soon as people... Because, like, horror fans are rabid for stuff. So as soon as they see Bill Mosley on anything public, they're going. And especially, you're like, oh, it's Cornbugs with Buckethead? Yes, we are there. And I'm not, like, a huge Buckethead fan, but I think he is definitely talented. And you like a lot of projects involved with Buckethead. Like, uh, uh, I like the... Bucket of Bernie Brains. Yeah. What was it? Colonel Claypool's, Colonel Claypool's Bucket, Bucket of, of Bernie, Bernie Brains. Brains. That's why I said Brain... I think Brain plays drums on some Cornbugs album because he did Bucket of Bernie Brains with... Uh, he was the drummer in that group. So. And Brain was the guy who drummed on uh, the Brown album. Yeah. I missed the Brown album. Which, I remember when I got the Brown album first, I didn't like it. And now I love the Brown album. I understand, because I feel like it's very, uh... I don't, I don't want to say, like, 
radio friendly, but it has like Winona's Big Brown Beaver, so it's almost like more their. No, that's not that one. The Brown album? Isn't Winona's Big Brown Beaver on uh, Tales from the Punch Bowl? Oh, what am I thinking of? Brown album has like Kalamazoo on it. Talking Primus on the Corn Podcast. But their worlds are so intermingled. Like, it seems like a lot of these artists respect each other. I mean, fucking Les Claypool put that uh, Chop Top line oh, yeah. in that one Primus song. So he fucking loves Bill. Yeah, I don't know. I was definitely wrong. I don't know why. what I was thinking with that. I felt like Matt Pinfield then when I was like, no, what's that from? Tales from the Punch Bowl, released in 1996. Duchess and the Proverbial Mind Spread on it, and I love that song. Can you Oh, that song's great. Uh, I love uh, Southbound Pachyderm. Yeah, you do. Um, can you do a Matt Pinfield impression? It's going to hurt. Hey, folks, this is Matt Pinfield here. And I'm, I'm, I'm here to bring you the the hardest metal that you've ever heard. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Cornbugs Wikipedia and I'm going to read what they say about Cornbugs and my best Matt Pinfield impression. I don't remember Matt Pinfield's voice. I remember it was like a little bit graggly, but not much. Oh, there's no little about it. Was, I thought it was just a little bit. I'm not thinking of like now. Cornbugs was, Corn was an American avant-garde metal band formed in 1995. Rising vocalist Bill Chop Top Mosley, guitarist Buckethead. <laughs> That's what I remember. Yes. <laughs> See, I, I remember that being a little more muted. I can't believe how long that song is, Riders of the Whistling Skull. It's it's the longest song how on the album, I believe. It's over six minutes. Woo! The next longest song. Actually, there are two songs over five, but that's that is the longest track. I mean, if they get in a jam that they're actually enjoying, let Buckethead go. Let him have fun. Oh, yeah. When Buckethead does good, Buckethead does really good. Yeah. I, when Buckethead does weird and unlistenable, he does really weird and really unlistenable. <laughs> Sorry, Travis. Oh, is Travis a huge fan? Travis might be the only person I know that is act. I don't know if he's made it through yet, but is actively listening to every Buckethead album all the way through every single one that he has released. Wow. And that is a task that is it's honorable. <laughs> it's 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 something to talk about. It's nothing to bat your eye at. <laughs> That's definitely something to talk, talk about. about. All right, let's get into the next track, which this is much more of the corn bugs vein that I say I, I was gonna say that I'm used to, but I think that they more revel in. This is the more simplistic, weird, less metal, I guess. If, if if you want to consider that first song more metal, well, I would yeah. not. I would not consider this next track wasteland metal. But here we go. Out of it, sour. I love it. Dead, it's a sound, genuinely good not song. A sound, not a sight. Not, not a, a creature sound. stirring. Not, not even you. Not, not even me. I love his I like timing. It. I love everything about it. He's got that growing up in actual rock and roll time timing, you know? He grew up with listening to psychedelic kind of stuff. He's got a hippiness to him. Oh, he's a total fan. So you hear in his voice. Yeah. Radio station. And I love how Buckethead sounds like he picks up like a 
a nylon string guitar for this one. These gills are useless. As useless useless as your kiss. kiss. Oh, here it is. God. Where is God? Where is God? Where is God? She's not here. Classic. Yeah. My round eyes. My white lips. My white lips. My oh my oh my. Bill had all these poems just sitting around for a while, God. and he just constantly Where writes stuff. I think so. I could see him doing because it. he's done God. stuff with someone else too, She's other than Buckethead. Yeah, I know he did that. Bill and Phil with Phil and Selma. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I've been waking up every day for the last week with a corn bug song in my head, and it's been different. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's been nice to Sounds have just like this like goofy, ridiculous, <laughs> so, like music in my head. Yeah. While it's been such a an exhausting week. Plus, I also have been working overtime like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I put in thirteen hours of overtime this week, and I know I'm just sitting at home, but it's still mind numbing fucking work. So, still, just lots of overtime and to wake lots up of election stand. shit. And to wake up with a bop in your step from the joyous corn bugs. It's definitely nice. It's been nice. And I, I just enjoy this so much. How many songs are on this album? I don't remember. I don't remember either, but I was just going to say, I really like those random more, uh, lines that he says. Like, Cactus, My Dead Teacher, Rat Bones. (laughs) (laughs) Rat Bones. I love it. Oh, in this part. He's got a... So simple, but jams to me. Absolutely. So do you think when Bill went over to jam with Buckethead, do you think Buckethead puts on all the Buckethead stuff when he jams with people? What do you mean? Oh, God? I don't know. I mean, I know Where that they he at least talks Where to people. I was, do you think so? I think he just points and grunts. According God? to Where stuff that I read, he and God? Bill have spoken to each other in their 12 years of friendship. But I know that because that's the thing. <laughs> I guess Bill said that one day he just got a call from Buckethead that said, I'm not going to talk to you anymore or for a while. And that was it. And he said it's been since two, it's been since Where 2007 since he's Where talked to Buckethead. What? That's weird. He's, he's like, he said he didn't take offense to it because he understands that that's just kind of how he is. <laughs> he's just a weird guy, but that he misses him and would like love to do something with him again. But he just got a call one day that Buckethead was like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I still think he doesn't actually like, it just picks up the phone and it's like, I will not talk to you anymore, Bill Mosley. Oh no, I'm assuming it's like I will not <laughs> talk to you anymore. <laughs> Why, man? I don't understand. <laughs> Bye. I said I'm done. <laughs> Click. Are you still there, Bucket Man? <laughs> bucket Man. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he calls him Bucket Man. Because <laughs> I know when he did that Guns and Roses thing, they said he was like. He built like a kind of a chicken coop for himself, and he had a little TV in there that constantly played hardcore pornography, and one day a dog came into the studio, and it shit inside the chicken coop, and uh, they went to clean it out, and Buckethead said, absolutely not, and then ended up like having some of the best recording sessions of the whole time he was there, and then eventually the staff because couldn't of take the dog it any- poop? Yeah, and eventually the staff couldn't take it anymore, and they cleaned it up while he was gone, and he came in, and he like... 
was like depressed and couldn't play and like had shit takes. So like he's super, super, super fucking strange. And I don't know if there's stories that are just making up because I know like I've heard rock and roll is all about like exaggerations and you yeah, know. like a mud shark when it was really just a red snapper. <laughs> what an exaggeration! I hope people did their uh, research as they were supposed to on the. What's funny is that little Charlie's uh, has red snapper on special this weekend, <laughs> so. and I so badly wanted to put a pe- picture of Led Zeppelin on their post, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. A red snapper for your red snapper. All right. Yeah, let's go into another track on this album called Mushroom Workers. Definitely avant-garde. Yeah, oh yeah. That's definitely a good way to describe this. All about the, the, the weird sounds and the room sound. That guitar, you can hear the fucking room. It's not just the guitar. I think the drums as well. Yeah. And sound, It sounds like they're in a space. Absolutely. Sometimes a lot of... Underground and famous murder. A lot of the you know, people that don't want... They want some sort of room sound, but this is like a living room sound. It's not like a nice acoustic room sound. It's a, a living room sound. Like I can't. I can imagine like Bill, Bill Mosley is standing next to the billiard table from that one music video, and he's singing to the microphone, holding pool balls in his hand. Maybe they're in a basement, pretending to his testicles. Yeah, standing next to the billiard table. Well, you said living room. Yeah, you know those living room basement. basements. That's a thing. Absolutely. They call them living areas. Rooms. Living areas? Mm-hmm. I call those genitals. The carts of fungus wheels. Is that where you live? And genitals. Let me live in your genitals. I just got the deed to take to my genitals. Considering how little you shower, you are not living in my genitals. Come on! My genitals deserve more than what you're Let willing me to move give them. I'm gonna U-Haul. We'll take a care of this in a day. That, or if you do move in, you're just gonna have to bathe every day. Jesus, you're a ridiculous person. The mushroom worker. I can't deny this. I can't deny this. I'm a, I'm a petty, jealous. A no, you're not. Uh, Are you just I'm saying things that I am? Off. <laughs> I'm pretending I was just you. trying to come up with what are they called? Adjectives? My mother was a goddamn English teacher. And I that's don't not know. an adjective. Adjectives are words we use to really describe things. Yeah, that's what I was trying to use. Adjectives are words we use to really describe things, like very. Oh, it's a really. So not just descriptions. What's that? An adverb. <laughs> I don't know, Sam. What is that? I have no and fling the full ones on, on their backs. backs. Hey. hey. <laughs> is it so? This is this is you know. I always say like I hate happy things. I hate happy sounds. This it's is different. happy. This is, is a good happy. Yeah, because it's like weird. It's still like dark though. I don't think it's dark, but that's because like I dark to me is like death metal dark you know i think it's dark because of uh buckethead oh well the chords the dissonant chords he's choosing are crazy yeah it's very like 
it's always he always has like a darker sound to him. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's it's the drums that have more of an uplifting, just kind of simple. This this is a happy guitar line, but it's not like sugar happy. You know, like. I'm just glad that. Candy, candy, yeah. I think what makes it not sound as like that to me, other than Bill Mosley's voice when he's like, hey. But he's just being weird and creepy. Yeah, like, that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. But I think the fact that he's singing, saying everyone. such weird things and has such a weird voice and isn't really singing and he's more speaking, then I just don't get that vibe as much. That I guess I get more of like the, the weird darkness. But not like a bad darkness. It's like it's like a happy darkness, I guess. It's like an Alice in Wonderland darkness. Yeah, that's fair. Like a Mad Hatter darkness. Like he's fun, but he's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll stab me, but we don't know. He hasn't stabbed me yet. There are 14 tracks on this, by the way. So let's go ahead into the next song because I'm I love this song and I would say that this is one of the earlier inspir not inspirations introductions from you to me of this band oh. and it made me laugh so much and it's always funny it's never not funny here is dirty sperm rag goddamn classic <laughs> this is a wonderful song everyone should know this song dirty sperm rag gonna lick it dry gonna lick it dirty dry is a hilarious <laughs> what's this thing he says the weirdest uh, things that i love like butt boiled brisket <laughs> see this is happy to me but it's weird like it's like a demented like hoedown that's the thing it's the dementedness like that's what i hear i latch on more to like the weird like darkness to it that's like that's like, this is the stuff that you would hear when you're like, am I okay walking down the sidewalk right now? And you're not. But it makes you question it because it's like, this is kind of happy, but like, it's also really weird, but you're going to die. You remember that scene from a Goofy movie when they go to that like farm animatronic concert thing? It's like the possum band. And it's a real hillbilly thing. And it's like, you know, like at Chuck E. Cheese when they had the animatronic band there. Yeah. And it's like, they're a hillbilly band. And they're like, ding, ding, ding. And things are fucked up and eyes are popping yeah, out and stuff. like springs are flying. Yeah. That's what the feeling I get from this song. <laughs> Some fucked up band Some up there. Some demented, malfunctioning. <laughs> Something. Anything. Did you ever... Go to Chuck E. Cheese. I know you didn't have money as a child. So. No, God no. <laughs> I went as an adult with my with the Orr family because they were young kids. Nice. But I, I was an adult. Did you like it? I mean, the pizza wasn't very good, and I was too big to play on anything, so not really. You could play the video games. Yeah, it still felt kind of weird. You could play that cool game where it's got that cannon with the ball in it. You shoot those clown-looking guys. It was <laughs> like. <laughs> I really couldn't though. It was very busy, so I just kind of had to like sit there. There are kids everywhere. You shove them out of the way. It's their time. It's not. No. This not there for no. an adult. Me. No, 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 no. So yeah, it's there for me. I didn't get to enjoy things like that as kids. <laughs> you know what? We can go to Dave and Buster's. That's the adult. The more adult. That's Chuck fun. E. But you can't like crawl through things. Those are just like arcade games, which is fun. 
but it's not like crawling through tubes and coming out in like a ballroom and things. Wouldn't you love to go through an adult-sized one of those where you didn't have to crawl, you could just walk? Yeah, but man, coronavirus has really altered the way that I think about stuff like that. Because immediately I'm just like, germs. Doesn't it suck? So the hoax got you too, Michelle. <laughs> I think it's the fact that there are people... I just don't want to get sick. Is all that it is, and I am prone to getting sick as an adult. Bring back my baby. Bring back my baby. The line in that song. Bring back my baby to me. (laughs) His timing is great. The line of that song. There's some blood in there too. Is uh, quite graphic, and it's always made me go like, "Got some blood in there too." (laughs) But the way he sings it is real happy. Got some blood in there too. Smells like whiskey and bleach. Tastes like butt boiled brisket. I was gonna wash it, but, but I don't, don't want to risk it. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> it makes no sense, <laughs> and it's wonderful. That song reminds me <laughs> of the Dave Brocky Experience song. The uh... masturbate, masturbate. That's yeah. on the same level. Like you could just play it for someone. Gotta they le- don't even know need to know who it is. They'll just laugh. You I'm know. Gotta leave it in the soap, soap dish. dish. Leave it in the soap dish. dish. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. Uh, let's go on to the next song, Fire and Pen. There's no reason to just uh, waste time. Let's just, let's just get through this. I'm sure you guys appreciate shorter shows. Let's do it. Plus, I just like listening to this album. It's been very enjoyable. I'm always ready when the song ends to go on to the next song. Because for me, I feel like even though I knew more songs that you would like sing or whatever, I know this whole album as an album. So I'm ready for the next song that's coming when the song ends. I'm just like, oh yeah, this is next. Let's do this. Yeah, so what's that Led Zeppelin song that they always play together on the radio and when you don't hear it with it, it's weird? They play Heartbreaker and then they always add Live and Love and Made at the end. I don't know. How did they go? With a purple operator and a fisted hand. I can't do that with many bands anymore but i can definitely let you know as soon as you ask that question yeah it was is this song from Lim- <laughs> i almost said limp biscuit from led zeppelin <laughs> god damn it travis you soaked into my brain i think the shitty solo going on what i like the shitty solo playing going on with buckethead it's so weird i shouldn't say shitty it's just recorded poorly well i mean it's like it's not technically bad it's just it sounds weird strange. together and it sounds just like clanky. He's playing everything in time and just fine. It's just what he chose to play. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> Brian Carroll, that's fucking heads, man. I was, I was thinking Brian. Is it Brandon? Brian Carroll or Brandon? I was thinking Brian for some reason. Yeah, Brian Carroll. Brian Patrick Carroll. That's I was going to say earlier his name was Brian Welch, but Brian Welch is from Corn. He's Brian Patrick Carroll, just like John Carroll Lynch. Oh, He's one of those three-named three people, named but guy. he'd rather just go by Buckethead and wear... Well, he doesn't wear the KFC bucket on his head anymore, does he? You, sometimes it says funeral. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know about that. You can't find a KFC bucket the way that they used to look. I don't know anything about the KFC bucket. I never got the KFC bucket. I feel like it was I feel like it was purchased when I was a kid. Every once in a blue moon. Like I feel like my dad would 
maybe come home with like a family. Like it's a quick way to with like sides and stuff. Yeah, because it's like a meal, but it's not just like a burger and fries. I think that was their whole angle when they first started. Right? It was like we're a quick family meal. And it's like a yeah, but it's like here's chicken. You can get green beans and mashed potatoes, and like even though the quality is not what you would do have if you made it home, mashed potatoes are shit there. Oh God, they're horrid. Yeah. Unless I, I can eat them with that uh, the bowl, the famous bowl. But as soon as all the like extra stuff with it's gone, I stop eating I've the mashed noticed. potatoes. Yeah, it's like there's no more chicken or corn or gravy left, or or it's just mashed potatoes and gravy. Nope, done. Yeah, <laughs> put I, that to the side. It's the worst thing they have. But I don't really. I don't feel like I've seen Bucket Man in a while. I remember reading something about him like being sick for a while there, and now I don't. Know Isn't he anything. older? What's his birth? What's his date of birth? It's, it's uh, 726 A.D. Here, born May thirteenth, nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, he's not. He's not old, but he's not he's, crazy old. But I remember something he's not about him young. being sick. He's like fifty something, so he's old enough to be up there, I guess. People can get sick when they're old. People can get sick when they're not old. People can be big. People can be small. People can be long. <laughs> people can be wide. People can be black and people can be white. People can be everything and nothing at all. Woo! Okay, here we go. Here we go. On October t- t- in October 2017, Carol gave out a rare out-of-character interview discussing all ranges of life. Blah, blah, blah. During the podcast, he revealed he has been diagnosed with the potentially life-threatening condition of heart arrhythmia. He stated he so just a regular had heartbeat, cardiac ablation performed, and uses medicine to control the problem. So he did some podcast. This has to be listened to. I didn't realize he did a fucking out of character podcast. That doesn't seem like Buckethead at all. That's huh. Well, I mean, he's evolved. Even bucket men have to grow up. I think eventually, even if you want to keep yourself so like, you know, in a case, you know, like, so people don't know who you really are and mm-hmm. don't spot you out. Eventually, doesn't it drive you crazy to not have any like? I don't. I want to say recognition, but like, there should be a point. Where I can like go to some concert and be like, I'm Buckethead. And people are like, yeah, we know you are. Get back here. Like, or can he already do that? Is he in the in the world of the scene? Is is he known? And everybody just keeps their fucking mouth shut about what he looks like. And That's more my assumption that people just keep their mouth shut. Yeah. But they allow like they're. Like his mysticism is part of who he is and people don't want to take that away from him because then you would ruin him. And if you're in the entertainment business, you're kind of jealous of that like aura and you would respect it so much. Man, I wish I could hide with a bucket on my head <laughs> and a weird mask. Yeah, yeah Ryback one time said something to me because it was like, you know, you're growing up and you want to be in a band. You always say, like, I want to be famous. And then Kirk one time said, no, I just want to live off the thing I love. And I was like, dude, that's fucking it. Who cares about being that? It would actually be miserable to be famous, famous, and not be able to go, go anywhere and do bugged. anything. But to live off of what you love—that's the fucking dream, man. You're right. And then people being like, "I gave you, I spent so much money on your stuff, so you owe me. You owe me a picture right now at Kroger." 
And it's like, get away from me. I'll take a picture of Kroger. Let's do it. (laughs) You would. I have to take medication (laughs) because I noticed in Kroger how my anxiety was getting out of control because I would literally have tunnel sound tunnel vision i i like i would be like and like my hearing would go out and i would be i would have like panic attacks is what those technically are so yeah if I you got, believe in that hoax too <laughs> if, if i got and i just like and you would be like ha 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 jokes and i'd be like stop it <laughs> just be like, oh yeah you'd be pissed off at Kroger. i'd just be like what i'm just making a and, as, and I wouldn't necessarily be mad at you. I would just be like They're walking as tense. fast as I could and just like my heart is racing. Yeah. Anxiety is real and it sucks ass. And I'm just dilly dallying, like picking up shit. Like, hey, what does this look like? <laughs> yeah. So and you're like, I want to fucking go. I need to get out of here. So it's, it's definitely a different world for sure. And I, I mean, first of all, maybe his anxiety has been medicated. Maybe. And um, maybe he would now take pictures in grocery stores with people, but probably not. I would never be I down bet, with that. Uh, there are pictures of Buckethead, and I bet if you figure out what he looks like and you recognized him and you just walked up to him and you were like, I know you're Brian Carroll. Can I just have a picture real quick? I won't show anybody. I'll say it's my buddy Brian. <laughs> but or do you think he'd would be say like, no. Or do you think he'd be like, <laughs> and run? I think he's a Kroger clicklist kind of guy. I think he has. <laughs> he doesn't get Kroger at all. Uh, I like to keep saying Kroger because that's what's in my town, and uh, I like to put Buckethead. Ralph. I like to see Buckethead. I like. Well, I want Buckethead to see through my eyes. It's not me seeing through his. I want him to see through mine. And Buckethead, you're John Malkovich in this one. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be inside myself because he does. Go inside of his own brain, and it's insane. Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. Does he do that? I've never been able to make it through that movie. When it's just nothing but Malkoviches? I've never made it and through that like, part. And he's that, like, that's, that's not good for you. You need to see this movie all the way through. It's weird as hell. I can't. I'm not a big fan of what's his name? Uh, Cusack. John Cusack. Cusack. I'm not a big Cusack guy. I'm not either. So it's hard to get through with him. Joan's way better than John. I prefer a Joan than a John. For sure. That was an interesting thing as I'm criticizing you when I speak like a moron. What? I'll take a Joan or a John or something. I don't remember how you said it, but it was very... So I'll take a Joan over a John. I don't think I heard over. Yeah. But I'll take a John over a John. I am robot speaking. I mean robot play next song. (laughs) Boots upon the ground. Okay, this is specifically the song where he's by the pool table and he's put like an army mask on and he's just marching. This is so... Because uh, this came out in 2004. So this is... I mean, this is still like well, we've Al-Qaeda problem, but it's and like... Yeah. It's very of the time. And he's... And there's nothing more profound than fixing bayonets of war and boots upon the ground. It's very specific. It's very, uh, we're coming, motherfucker! Yeah, you don't fuck with us, we're American. I mean, it's a little less something that would be up my alley, but hey, if you Trump supporters are listening, this might be more up your alley. Oof. When they hear us um, marching on the shifting this sounds very, uh, Claypool to me. Let's get that Our foes will doing like slap stuff. Yeah, it does have. And then when the it US kicks in, come to call like right here, I do believe. Yeah. This does this have sounds a, a lot like less. Mm-hmm. Especially like uh, 
green naga hide kind of less. Yeah. Maybe rhinoplasty kind of less. Maybe uh, the residents kind of less. I still enjoy the groove of this song for sure. I like this song. This is one of the songs that always got stuck in my head. I have nothing against it. I just feel like lyrically, I've just never been like a huge like Go America. You fight in those wars. They're not going to... They're not going to win. We're not going to back down. Like, I've just never felt any of that sort of stuff, that patriotism. Nationalism, whatever you want to call it. I don't give a shit. I've just never really had it. I mean, I'm fine. I'm not saying, like, down with America or anything at all. I've never been an army go, go, go guy. Yeah, I've never been, like, protect my people. Never into G.I. Joe's. But it's just like, yeah. I was never into camo stuff. I had camo pants for a little bit because it was like a metal thing, but it uh, never stuck. Yeah, I never, I just, that's just not who I am. <coughs> now when camo was useful was when I actually played paintball out in the woods. Then it was a legitimate <laughs> use. You mean not to put it on and go into Walmart and then people just see like heads floating down the... <laughs> down the aisles because you can't see their bodies. Oh, that Walmart camouflage. Uh-huh. Whenever people make camouflage jokes, it always goes over my head. That's, as that just went over my head, I was like, man, this is like the fourth time I could think of that a camouflage joke was just completely and passed me by. always the same joke. <laughs> yes, it is. It is every time. Always the same. This is one that seems more like a real big improv. Just play the same thing, mostly. What? Do you think they ever sat down and wrote these songs? Or do you think they actually just like just went for it? Maybe at this point they did, and maybe Buckethead didn't like that. Because this seems a little more structured. I did this so we can just do the improv. I don't like this. You made him like British. You almost made him like Pinhead. I (laughs) pain. Uh, just got a boner. (laughs) Do Do you think he wears a mask and a bucket on his head because he has really bad... Teen acne scars. <laughs> call- yeah, because he put a bunch of greasy buckets on his fucking face. They called me Pizza Face. Some even called me Chicken Face. But I showed them. I think I remember that DVD. Whenever he makes noises, he's like. <laughs> All right, we're going to listen to one more song, then we're going to take a break. This is a song that I woke up with in my head this morning. Here is Crab Claw (laughs) Maraca. This is a great song. (laughs) Just weird clapping. Don Pedro! Don Pedro, eating huevos with huevos. When is Dr. Magdalena? It's ridiculous, absolutely I read that Buckethead got his uh, name from Michael Myers, kind of. Is he wearing a Michael Myers face? No. It's just like a kabuki mask kind of looking thing. 
No, he, he, he saw Halloween 4 and he bought a Hallow- or Michael Myers mask and he put it on and he looked in the mirror and he said it looked like a bucket head. <laughs> bucket head was born. Well, I'm sure if he's a lanky guy and you put a big fucking Michael Myers mask on, it's all huge and not form-fitting. Unlike when my brother put the Michael Myers mask on, it fit perfectly, <laughs> and he ran in the room and scared the complete shit out of Kent and I. Because it just worked too well. <clears throat> yeah, we, stay, we literally stayed up all night watching Michael Myers movies. Wow. We were getting ready for Halloween H2O. And next thing we know, fucking Bob's burst in with a knife. An actual Mi- knife? Yeah. <laughs> the Michael Myers mask on. And we were standing up, like, jumping on my bed, and we both just, like, recoiled and, like, hit the wall. <laughs> just drumming on your bed, huh? Huh? I've never heard it referred to as we were just drumming on my bed. Jumping. Oh, I've heard of it referred to as that. Okay. Yes, we were fucking. My brother came in with a Michael Myers mask on, and it night. scared the shit out of you. Which yeah, makes sense. and now it got all over Kent's wiener because it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, because he just all he had to do was pull back real fast. He actually plugged it up and it squirted out. You know, like when you put your thumb on the end of a garden hose. <laughs> the water well, squirts thinking, up the sides. I was thinking more like when you step in mud and it squishes in between your toes. I step in mud without shoes on. I'm not a hillbilly. You weren't a child. I was a child in non-hillbilly ways. Yes. It, okay. First of all, don't we're, play in the fucking mud. We I got we are not, morals. Okay. You need to shut up, you spoiled pansy little bitch. <laughs> you silver spoon up your ass. Fuck. <laughs> Wearing shoes outside or choosing to not wear shoes outside because you're playing outside like a kid and not inside jumping on the bed with your friend watching Michael Myers movies. With my shoes on, by the way. (laughs) There's nothing hillbilly about being outside as a kid without shoes on and playing and running around. If you aren't playing in sand or in a pool... And you don't have shoes on, you're a fucking hillbilly. Okay. You should most of the time have shoes on in sand because animals and things are in the sand and things will like shit in the sand. So I disagree I'm, with that I'm, statement completely. I'm all about it. I'm just, I give them shoes on that one too. Fuck, give them shoes in the pool. I'm all about that too. I hate feet. They're fucking gross, man. So. I guess that I had the wrong sort of example for you fucking Kent. Or actually him fucking you and poop squirting out around the penis. Which was the whole part of that whole thing. Was dirty, dirty, dirty sex and poop. So my way of equating it was was mud coming up between your toes. And then you flipped out because you hate hillbillies. (laughs) We really see who you are, Sam. And you know what? <laughs> it's not pretty. Nobody likes this. We're going to take a break. You're going to chill out. No. We'll be back. Oh yeah. We 
We are back. I love it. We are back. It's going to be hard to take this song out. Good it's a good song. People it's should love Primus. Goddamn good song. Joey was a race car driver by Primus. Oh, yeah. Wow. wow. It's oh. a classic fucking uh, Primus song. <laughs> and it's got a really weird beginning to the music video where the guy goes up to a... He's like, goes to that movie theater, to the concession stand, and he's like... He, like, asks for something, and it's real creepy. It's got that 90s real creepy, like... Close-ups on mouths, mm-hmm. real gross mouths, and like they put like nacho cheese on something, maybe on nachos, it's really and it's real gross, mm-hmm. like bright orange, like you know everything in the nineties was just gross. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then then he comes outside and he's got his nachos, and uh, Les is working on a car out front. Oh yeah, and a kid on a skateboard mm-hmm. fucking hits the guy with the nachos, and he does a then, he does a one eighty power slide. And I know what the move is now, and I'm trying to figure out who the fucking skater is. If they just got a random kid, or if it's an actual dude who's like a skater skater. Those poor nachos go down to the ground. Yeah, and then it's the firing of the engine. But oh god, the '90s. I think that's why I also love '90s stuff that just gross tinge to everything, like. Ren Stimpy, when it would go to those scenes where they had spent like extra time, it's just one single shot. It's not animation, but it's like someone's mouth. Uh-huh. There's like holes in the teeth and like nerves coming out. And it's like this. It's uh, just like a different uh, <laughs> artistic drawing. Yeah, it's like um, elaborate paint. Mm-hmm. It just all of a sudden out of nowhere. They, they ended up doing that in SpongeBob a lot where they would do weird stuff like that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. But I did want to like SpongeBob more than I ever gave it a chance. I did want to. Pl- I liked Patrick, even though I didn't really watch the show much because I felt like it was just <laughs> kind of. I was just not at the right age. Like I felt like I was. I mean, I was like eighteen or nineteen or some shit. Or like we were like we were like high schoolers. So I was like, I'm not watching SpongeBob. I might be watching a little bit of that. So Raven, if if I'm flipping through the channels, <laughs> I might stop for a little bit. But I am definitely not watching SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob is where I draw the line. I did want to play this because even though I was like, oh, I was going to play this, but I wanted to play that song. But I do want to go ahead and play this because why not? Dog wheel hunt. Get that bitch. Leatherface, get that bitch. <laughs> I want. Dog wheel hunt. I missed that whole, the next one. <laughs> I stopped it. What a dumbass. All right. Well, let's, I say, let's say we get back into this album because we are listening to uh, Cornbug's Brain Circus. And what a good song to come back in with, which is another song that I felt, I, I, I feel like I remember this is one of the introduction songs from you to me with this band. So here we go with Kingdom Come. I think you knew that the the god stuff just especially when I was so when I was young I was so like anti it. So I love uh, the lyrics. I like the uh, album cover for this. Whoever heard of wearing thorns to work? That's such a weird but funny line. Look at the album cover right now. And I love that Bill Mosley's like. Yeah, what do you call that in a circus? The main guy? The circus caller? <laughs> the ringmaster? Yeah, the, the ringmaster. ringmaster. I like how he's the ringmaster. Buckethead's just in the back, hanging out. And there's like weird looking murder stuff on the side. This is so Buckethead, musically. Kingdom come, we all fall down. 
Absolutely. Who ever heard of wearing thorns to work? Kingdom come, you know it just won't work. Ashes to ashes, to dust to dust. Kingdom come, he's doing what he must. Ashes to ashes, gonna sweep you all away. Parting the heavens. This is almost like Bill mostly rapping. Yeah, it's like the Blondie rapping. <laughs> you know, Blondie had that weird, oh, yeah. like, super white person rapping. It's the same kind of vibe. That's not Blondie. No, I just wanted to do it. Although that, that is the, one of the most sampled hip-hop things. That was in a Dub C song I didn't even realize. Hmm. Until after I learned what that Tom Top Club song even was. It's catchy. So I think on parts like this, Buckethead's just playing a bass. There's no guitar. Because there's definitely, like, real low tones. He's not getting any high-string things. So this is just, like, Buckethead's vehicle. To, I wanted to play the bass on this one. I got this weird effect. I'm just going to go... <laughs> Love it. How old is Bill Mosley right now? And is he going to be around for another hundred years, hopefully? I believe so. You think he's going to be around for a hundred more? I don't think we have 100 more Bill Mosley years. We've got to start a petition to get another fucking Cornbugs album. That, that That's pulling we, quite a bit out of him. We need this. Oh, no. Bill Mosley's 68. 68? I didn't know he was that old. They don't even have to put makeup on him if they want to use him to play Otis Drift one anymore. So you just got to give him long hair. I think that's what they did in the last movie from the looks of it. Probably. <laughs> Just give him extensions. I can't believe he's in his and 60s. He grows out a beard and he's good to go. What was the classic movie that he was in the beginning of that I can't ever remember? He was in the uh, Night of the Living Dead remake. That's right. Which I don't know if I would consider a classic, but remake of a classic. Well, yeah. That, yeah that's but it was I mean. a very, very good remake, and he's really good at that. He's the guy in the beginning, the yeah. innocent nerdy guy at the cemetery that gets murdered. He's not innocent. He fucked around with Barbara. Well, we just gave her a hard time. It's too bad, though, because the original one, I love the, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Look, there's one now. <laughs> it's great. And I think Bill kind of does it. I don't remember. Knowing him is probably like, they're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> They're coming to get you, Barbara. That's my Bill Mosley. I don't think it sounded like that, but he he's shorter than you. He's only six foot. You have him beat by two inches. I don't remember being taller than him when I met him that one time, but... Maybe it's because you have... Uh, were, maybe you guys were even because you have... Um, your posture is shit. My posture is shit, and I was also intoxicated, and I don't remember much about meeting him besides he had a shirt with two wolves on the sides like a like a like an old uh ranch hands shirt you know it's got those weird arrow things embossed on the pocket areas yeah it was that kind of shirt it had two wolves in the area on his shoulders and he was really i think he was cool i don't remember having any bad experience it's not like the tom zavini experience where I know Tom Savini hates me. Oh, that was specifically negative for yeah. you. <laughs> God, why can't I ever remember what the fuck that movie is called? I just asked you what it was. Night of the Living Dead? Night. I know. I always remember that it's a, a dead movie, but it's I can't. the dead movie. 
Well, not the remake, but the original. Bastard! Jesus, you're weird. Let's just get through this. Just want to hear his voice in this movie. Over with. Coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah, it wasn't weird. Like you thought. It's still good, though. It wasn't raspy. No, it's good. God, Johnny. Johnny! They're horny, Barbara. They've been dead a long time. They're horny? Uh huh. That's what he said. Look, there's one of them now. That doesn't even. He wants you. That doesn't really sound like Bill Mosley. It looks like a young Bill Mosley. Oh yeah, you can't. You can't not look like Bill Mosley. He's going to hear you. It doesn't matter. He knows we're here. It's too late now, Barbara. There's no escape. No. Sorry, I just wanted that, to... That's when you hear the Bill Mosley. <laughs> no, mother! But still not as much. It's they definitely... It's, it's when it creeps in. He became more like, hey... When he goes, <laughs> oh, fuck, especially when he's doing... I feel like he's... Chop Top. He's like sounding he's more le- like Chop Top now. I feel like he's leaned more hey. into sounding like Chop Top, oh. like... <laughs> yeah, now as an adult man. Because he still does the Chop Top character. Does he, though? I mean, I was doing an interview with him the other day live, and he was just kind of like, yep. But, oh, wait, I did kind of sound like Chop Top just then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. All, All right, right, let's move along to Down, Down, Down. Down, 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 Down. Farmer dances off his grief, and all the world's a better place. This is the song you like. Lay back and smoke and a joint to, man. Down, <laughs> down, down. I like the I like the way he's trying to actually hit notes on this. Like, I think it's endearing when he is like I'm, when it's more melodic instead of him just speaking. He's hitting notes just in that Bill Mosley tone, but he's hitting notes. His bed. I like that part too. Mm-hmm, me too. And the music is really, I would say it's more like psychedelic and trippy. Oh, yeah. That's some weirdo effects going on. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Buckethead ever goes back and adds things on. I you know, if they're doing so. like a live jam and then he kind of just uh, overdubs some things. Yeah, like there's some production, but it's not highly produced. Yeah. It's not like it we're not fixing like things shit. we did. I'm just adding things. And it doesn't sound like they're using like bad recording equipment no. or anything. Oh, I bet they're using a lot of MIDI equipment where it's all like computer stuff, but it's being controlled by live playing. Yeah. Like he might be playing an electronic drum set because the drums sound pretty full. And if they're doing that in a room, then he must just have nice mics or good drum set or something. Well, but. the drums haven't Don't sounded like me, this man, the whole I'm time. Dreaming. There have been times when... It, it's been a lot. I don't know. Like it's, it had more of a room sound. Yeah. I don't. I don't think this has that room sound as much because the drums do sound much fuller here. Yeah. And I think that's a positive. And you could like play a keyboard or a bass or anything and send it in MIDI and attach any sort of like tone or sound to it, and that's what that sounds like he's playing. That. It almost sounds like a keyboard. More than a guitar or a bass. 
probably a base. Now it's turning into like an open mic night reading. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just clapping their not clapping their fingers. They call it snapping their fingers. Yeah. Clapping their fingers. They clap their elbows together is what <laughs> I remember. My lips are parched, my throat is closing, dust from my This definitely has much more of an open white night sort of poetry night. And it didn't at the beginning. Read. At the no. beginning it was like, or it does sound like he's just write, reading things that he wrote down. It's like he forgot what melody he was doing at the beginning. So by the middle of it, he's just like, I just read these words and do this and sing them out. An ice cube eyes yeah. as he dies from the roar of a cold 4-4. Any Jesus people with your backs to the cross and your boss saying, love everyone, don't make a church of me, don't make me God, just let me lie here in the sod and rest my persecuted bones. Leave me alone and love one another, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, so many people call each other brother nowadays. It's making me crazy. Bra. Uh, we hired a new kid in the body shop that he knows a couple people at the shop already. Are they bro so or brother? Both. Yeah, brother. I'm, any, I'm even going to add in a bra in there. You're, you've been saying brother a little bit, or have you been scaling that back? I scale it back, and when I say it, I mean it as like, You are my brother! No, I mean it as like, Isn't it stupid when people say brother? <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, that's when I do it. I'm like, yeah, brother, get it! I'm making fun of, once again, hillbillies. <laughs> but like, no, this kid knows these people, and they come back, and they visit them all fucking day, and they didn't used to. And I don't like people. So, I already told Kramer, I was like, we're going to have to get rid of him if people are going to keep coming back and visiting. I can't handle this. <laughs> Speaking about, I'm going to jump back because I don't know how I didn't think about this before. You know how you didn't like I was calling people up for who they voted for? Yeah. I wonder how Travis feels to be in the state. Travis, you voted. You yeah. said that you voted. You're from Pennsylvania. And I got a good feeling who you voted for. <laughs> You're in the state that... That flipped this whole thing. That made this whole thing official. I would like to know how you feel. And I would like to apologize from Indiana. <laughs> there are so many. I. There are so many people who didn't vote for Trump yeah, around here. It's just that we are such a red state that there's no, such a red state. It takes someone, you know, someone like Obama such in 2008 who can flip Indiana blue. We did? Uh-huh. In 2008, we done. I know I voted for him, but I didn't remember flipping. I did, too. Yeah! So did my dad. I think you and I have always voted the same. I don't know who you... Wait. wait. I've never voted for a fucking Republican. I never have. <laughs> I, uh, I... I just... Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> I just never, ever get good feelings from him. <laughs> I will say I did not vote for Joe Biden in the primaries. I, I, wrote, I didn't either. I, I voted for Bernie. So did I. Bernie is the only politician who I've like really believed who in. Who I've actually liked? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was okay with Obama, but I was more just like going along with it because I wasn't as into politics. The more older I've gotten, the more I've read about it. Yeah, of course. When it comes to actually saying this person's my guy, Bernie is much more my guy than anyone else. Why are you eating your pants right now? There's this part that's got uh, from glue that I put on at work, and it's 
I'm trying to tear it off. It's like picking a scab, but it doesn't hurt. See, and I wanted to use my teeth with it, and I kind of forgot that I was on a podcast. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, it's just that I'm not gonna let that uh, <laughs> slide. But let's go on into the next song. I want me a clone. Fuck I yeah! Want me a clone to go dancing with my wife. Oh God, you, I want I've me said a clone this so many for times. All the crappy things in life. Grow me another kidney. In my voice sounds graggly. Give me an organ transplant if he's got a bigger. I think it's interesting that he there are certain words that he just doesn't say in this song. Yeah, it's almost like he thinks they're funnier if you don't. Yeah, because at first he seems like he thinks it's funny, but by the end, it almost seems like he's making a mockery of the whole thing. Yeah, I can I can feel that. I feel that, yo. I have said this for so long. I've wanted four clones for like 15 years. So want to go dancing with me? No. Well, that's what he said. Yeah, but not the reasons he wanted. I want a fucking band, man. (laughs) Yeah, you have said that many times. It's people I can rely on. (laughs) Same mindset. We're going to just go, go, go. And then, yeah, I'll be like, hey, dude, why don't you take the shift at work today? (laughs) So you could blame your clones for farting is what he just said, too, though. So yeah. they could also be your scapegoats. Let's talk about this. They're scape clones. Taking blame for your farts. In school, would you have oh ever God. claimed your farts? No, buddy. There was that time when you and I were in the same class, and I told, told you about it, and I had a big sneeze when the teacher was reading a book, and I farted at the same time, and the whole fucking class laughed. And I was like, it's not funny, because I was embarrassed. When, like, yeah, if anyone else would have done it, I would have been laughing. It's fucking hysterical. I remember one time, like, third or fourth grade, I had to go pass. You know, she would pick a student. I don't remember what teacher, but she would pick a student to hand out the papers, like the test papers, give them to people. Which yeah, she should have been doing because I could have seen everybody's grades. But an she chose me. And I remember I uh, laid one of the papers on the cluster of desks. And she just like Good gave me the clusters and told you which desk to go to. Yeah. And I laid them on there. And as I laid them on there, I like, kind of bent over to lay them down. I farted real loud. <laughs> and Renee Z yeah. looked up at me and went, Oh my God, did you just fart? And I went, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe out. And I remember she was just like mortified that somebody would just be like, yes, I did. And that someone would claim it so proudly. But what are you going to do? You're going to sit there and be like, no. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's disgusting, right? But it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it's there's just definitely a maturity that comes with understanding that the body is going to do what it's going to do. And when you're a kid, it's just like. Everything is so taboo, and I don't know why. Why do kids care so fucking much about everything? I don't know. I think you just you just have all this pressure on that. You're supposed to be cool, and you don't realize that uh, if you just don't and give you're supposed a fuck, to be polite, that you're cool. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're also like you have pressure from your parents. Like it's not polite to do the oh, things yeah. that your body naturally wants to do. You need to keep yeah. that to yourself and well, hide that away. I mean, I understand. If you could get away with not farting right in someone's face and you get away, you should. No, I agree. That's why you shouldn't sixty nine. But if it, but if it just, but if it just happens, That's what you I'm should saying. all be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, but that was funny, right?" No, I totally <laughs> think so. I think if you're just like trying to fart to like get a rise out of people, then I hope you shit your pants. 
I almost shit my pants again today. Sam, <laughs> you you understood that you can't trust those anymore. That's how I... I okay, so I shouldn't have said almost. I knew it wasn't a good idea to fart and stopped the fart. So you ran to the bathroom and farted in the toilet? Yeah. I was like, I have to poop. I'm going to go poop. <laughs> and then I farted and poop came out. <laughs> the, the only way that that's okay is when you're hovering over a tea. <laughs> over a tea? Oilette, I said. A tea. Oilette. Because <laughs> that's, that's how you're fancy and mature. Toilette. 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 Yeah, so I... So do you want a clone or you or, or you want even one less of you? <laughs> I say that I wish I was aborted. <laughs> I don't believe that I should even be here. <laughs> I don't think the world is better because I'm alive. <laughs> I'm going to play the next song, which I I think is more up my alley, because thank you, Sam. I love you, too. I don't think there needs to be a clone of me. I think I'm more in the lane of getting my arm torn off by a train. (laughs) (laughs) The song is wonderful. You know what? I don't think I've ever said that on the podcast. That you love me? That's like the first time I don't think that Aww, people thanks. have heard the, the love on the podcast. People know we like each other people for real. I wonder if, wonder if somebody's like, oh, that was sweet. No. <laughs> I'm now, I bet Anne Marie will be like, oh, you guys, <laughs> just to rub it in. That'd be funny. She's the only this person song, I've doing it. This song is the shit, man. This song is wonderful. This the, is another early uh, on song. The music is great. They add that organ out of fucking nowhere. His voice and oh, uh. it's all great. Got his arm torn off by a train. <laughs> Stumbled when he grabbed it. Wedged an ankle between tie and tracks. Something had to give. Oh lord, the sound of it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of it was horrible. This is one of the early Cornbug songs that grabbed me, and I was like, this is the shit. Yeah, it's great. So I remember being like, it's like, whoa, Bill Mosley has a band with Buckethead? What the fuck? Because I'd already had Buckethead albums, and Buckethead was known. If you're in metal, Buckethead is known. Yeah. So it was like, to, to then listen to it, and it be this, and be like, and it's everything I want it to be. <laughs> My, I want to highlight the lines that I love so much as trains can do that to you. Best be careful, huh? <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's fucking gold. Trains can do that to you. And I, I genuinely enjoy the music. That's weird ass music. That organ. That child keyboard, probably. Now it's going off. See, like, is that organ live? (laughs) I think it's one of those mini keyboards, is what it sounds like to me. Do you think it's live, or do you think that's like something Buckethead went in and did after? I don't think all of that's live now. That's why I wonder if things like Spot the Psycho and things are earlier on. Or more Even improvised less production value. <laughs> 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 you know what's cool about it? He's an actor, and he's an ex not an exploitation actor, but like a character actor. Yeah. So he's like used to being big and like full, he so was, he can put it into his voice perfect. We're like, oh, my train! He was also in that movie that I will never watch, which was oh, that repo, the yeah. opera. G- the genetic opera? Mm-hmm. I'll never see that, but 
I tried to watch it once and I couldn't. I couldn't make it like ten minutes. I remember that. Because I love Bill Moses. I was like, ah, Bill. I think there's someone else in that I love Paris, a lot too. Paris Hilton. <laughs> you cut my joke up. <laughs> oh, oh, is that I was gonna go. I think there's someone else I love in there too. I think. Uh, oh yeah, Paris Hilton. <laughs> She's hot. She's hot. She's, she's she's that kind of woman that's like Best be careful, huh? busted face that you find out the next morning. You're like, Best be careful, you're huh? like, you wake up and you you got all fucking drunk and you wake up and you look over and you're like, Dong! <laughs> you think so? Uh huh. Her face. Is, she's not like hideous, but she's not like this gorgeous woman that are, like she's supposed to be. She's got it like. I don't a fucking weirdo face. I think she's really mousy. Yeah. She's got a mousy face, which, uh, I mean, you're either into that thing or you're not. Uh, and there, I mean, some people don't know what I'm talking about when I say that. But mouse some, face. But some people do. And that doesn't even mean yeah, ugly. Yeah. It just means like. It means that's you what just, you're into. You just have a little like little mouse face. <laughs> I'm not explaining yeah. it. You like undeveloped girls. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I think it was also like it was the money. It was that she was thin and tan and wore short skirts. Oh, her body style is not in in a vogue right now. A wafy. What the fuck did you just say to me? Wafy. Wafy. What does that mean? Like a waif? Huh? Huh? I only know what a wafer is. A waif. Here, let me look this up real quick so I can give you. Damn, Sam's learning something today. A young person who is thin and looks unhealthy or uncared for. Okay, yeah. When so unwafy thin. Okay, yeah. She kind of has that look going on, which was in style for a while. Yeah, super and now skinny. It's, now and it's like super tan. Give me that fucking junk on the trunk, baby. It's about thick hips. It's because uh, it's because we're appreciating people more for what they are and their flaws. And I wouldn't even say flaws because. There are cultures of women who are just built to have, you know, smaller waists and big asses and big hips. And there's nothing more feminine or female than that (laughs) is a curvy woman. That is like. That's what every tattoo artist has drawn for years. That's what I mean. Obviously, not all guys are into that, but a lot of guys like something to grab onto. Give me that butt. Or something. I mean, whatever it is. I like butts. That's what I look at first. Give me the butt. I look at guys' butts. I've always looked at everyone's butts. I am just a butt person. And it doesn't mean I'm into it. I'm just going to look at it. I'm going to look at that ass. My eyes, not my insides as much, but my eyes are attracted to butts. (laughs) But honestly, I have nothing against a guy with a butt, to be honest. I don't have one. Like Eric Andre. He has a butt? He's got a booty. See, that's the thing. I don't know how to tell when a guy has a butt. I'll show you. I can't ever tell. There, he's done lots of things nude. And then I'll be like, and what are you talking nude. about? That's what I look like. And you'll be like, no, you don't, Sam. And I'll be like, I don't see the difference. <laughs> I think you'll see the difference between Eric Andre's butt and your butt. Nope. We'll see about that voodoo muffin. <laughs> Hippies in a truck won't let me pass. Hippies in a truck ain't got no class. Rust is on Sam the ain't got no ass. Like <laughs> Hippies in a truck can kiss my ass. Hippies in a truck. <laughs> it's very specific. He probably wrote this after being behind hippies in a truck and getting mad or something. He's like, fucking fake hippies. <laughs> or he had an altercation at a gas station and then all of them piled into one truck together. 
he's like, hippies in a truck. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Now this beginning is a mess. Isn't this more instrumental anyway? The song? I feel like it's instrumental. It's slightly, yeah. Bill comes in there every once in a while with some, like, stuff, but it's mostly instrumental. This I is, don't this is, enjoy this. This is my... Yeah, this is a low point for me. Oh, okay. Interesting. What was this song called again? None of your business. <laughs> Muffin. <laughs> it's... Like, I don't... I have nothing against the beginning, but it's almost like that, like, progressive, like, zoning out sort of music where someone's just like, yeah. I'm going to be in, uh, experimental, and it's just not... It's not up my lane. This, this would fall in the world of any jam band where I would tune out. Mm-hmm. It's just too floaty. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not I'm not good with slower stuff if it's not... If this is okay. It's picking up. Yeah, but it's still, it's still got like a space tone. astral feel. Yeah. And that just never really interests me. I love space, but I don't like space music. And you love <laughs> astros, apparently. You said that a little bit ago. Hey, <laughs> well, loving ass. <laughs> Let me smack that ass. Me smack that ass. I, I am so close to smacking Mel's ass. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, like an attaboy? Like, like yeah, you, just a like, quick joke. Go get it. And then like, ta- smack like his what, ass. Like if he does something, that, like something new and he succeeds, I'm going to be like, attaboy. <laughs> I almost feel like this would need to be recorded because I want his general reaction. Like this would be a video that would... Be worth <laughs> someone knowing about it beforehand and recording it, and Mel not knowing. I'll be like, Kramer, you gotta record me smacking Mel's ass, but don't let him know you're recording. Like <laughs> Just make it look like you're looking at something on your phone. Why is my voice so graggly today? Does it sound graggly to you? A little bit. Maybe I'm talking in my chest. Let me talk to my head. Hello, hello. You're talking to your head? I've <laughs> been listening to a lot of talking heads lately. You have. I have? Yeah. I've been, I enjoy them. They're, it's fucking good, they're man. They're in my rotation. So those songs get better and better the older I get. I think so. Like, like she's got a, or I've got a girlfriend. Better than that song is killer. I agree. Stop making sense. Stop making sense. Stop making sense. On the green bounding yeah, I definitely enjoy them. The older I get. I remember Kevin Wolpe. Yeah. was a big Talking Heads fan. It was cool, like, it would just a be high school from kid room. being yeah, like, into that shit. Oh, what, like in college? In college, he, because he lived in a house with, like, Tyler and a bunch of different okay. people. And when he was not even there... It would just be playing in his bedroom, and his bedroom door would be open. So there would just always be talking heads in the house, which was interesting. And it's good enough. You're just kind of like, okay. <laughs> I always loved my aunt and uncle, Debbie and Minnow. Oh, yeah. They always had a radio on. Always. They always had it on a good radio station. Exactly. Yeah, a radio station. And it was always so cool to come in and... It's very comforting to think of, like, just walk in and just lightly good rock and roll is playing. Like, good 60s rock and roll. This man has got a fucking 
Not that it was from his collection, but Minnow loves rock and roll. I miss Minnow. I don't feel that part of your family is a big fan of me. Oh, they're fine. You just can't talk politics. I think that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah, fuck it. I think that's why your aunt deleted me. With why? That's why some of my aunts have deleted me. Fuck it. You just leave that to the side, and when you're a person, you're fine. I love Minnow. I was going to say during that song, when you said, I miss Minnow, I was going to say, I miss the end of this song. <laughs> uh, it's definitely too long. It's another song that's over five minutes, and it just doesn't really need to be. It was. It's just, it's never one of the best on it. It's never been, it, it's always, it's never grown on me. It's never. I feel like it's too buckethead going into his direction of things I'm not into. Because yeah. there's definitely a lot of buckethead stuff that's not up my alley. And it's that stuff right there. So let's, let's change it around and let's get back into, uh, well, I mean, Voodoo Muffin started talking about hippies, but let's get into hippie days are done. We definitely know what Bill's opinion about hippies are, which is no thank you. I th- well, I think he was like a real hippie. I yeah. was, I've been seeing it as an angle of he was a real hippie and now he's seeing what is called a hippie. Okay. Like, that's not a fucking hippie. That makes sense. Hippie days are done, man. You guys aren't hippies. You guys are people who just put tie-dye on and go to concerts and call yourselves and hippies. And don't bathe. And you're like, I'm gross. I'm Just because you like patchouli doesn't mean you're a hippie. That's why I always thought it was weird when people would like refer to me Timothy as being kind of hippie. Just because I would dress more and like skirts yeah, it's and not stuff. like you're into jam bands or anything like that. no I was, I was just being like i'm not a hippie listen to what zeppelin i like this skirt yeah. <laughs> i just like big flowy skirts and i can pull them off and that's it plus if you smoke pot regularly you can just you're just labeled a hippie even if you're like i'm a metalhead that's what people would call me yeah and that's what i would accept metalhead or not sleeping metalhead but they would be like, yeah, you hippie. <laughs> I'm not a fucking hippie. No. That's the no thing. Zach is even weird about no accepting that people call him a hippie no, sometimes. I wouldn't call him a, hip- him a hippie either. I, maybe more when he was younger, but I, it's, I think he has it more in him. Like, he likes nature a lot, and, like, he spends a lot of time outside doing outdoorsy things, and I would consider someone more of a hippie yeah. who is in touch with nature, and I think he is more of that. You don't consider a hippie a person who wears an oversized hemp necklace? I mean, yeah, but <laughs> with as much as like Kent likes being outside and doing outdoorsy stuff, I would consider him more of a hippie than you. Than me? I'm not a fucking hippie well, at all. No, I'm just saying, like, I think it's, I, I think I equate it more with like outdoorsy stuff. I like being outside and being and in touch, being one with nature and maybe not having your shoes on. Fucking wuss. Oh, goddamn, put your shoes on, you fucking hillbillies. What they're there for? I need some backing up on this. I, I have a feeling there are plenty of guys who oh, listen to this who yeah. are going to be on my side. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But it's okay I'm to be outside when you're a kid. I'm, I'm talking about being a kid, too, and playing barefoot outside when you're a kid. That. That's nasty. <laughs> Put your goddamn shoes on. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be unpopular on that opinion. I went to fucking California and walked on the beach with my shoes, and people were like, no shoes and wearing sandals. And I was like, I'm not putting fucking sandals on. Fucking nasty. Get your shoes on. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Just don't look down. Or look down, you curmudgeon. Just I look am, at your own feet. I'm a total curmudgeon. Everything can piss me off. It's funny. <laughs> which is probably why I've grown. Which I love you so much and why I've grown to love 
Jim Norton so much because there are full on just montages of him talking on the morning radio show about everything that he hates. And it's in like a short amount of time that you can get a good length video of him (laughs) hating everything. You know what I fucking hate? (laughs) You know what I hate every morning? It's fun and it's easy and it feels good. (laughs) No, I agree. Trust me. I agree. I love talking shit and gossiping. And, I, and those are horrible things. And I know they're not good. And I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, that's for sure. But sometimes it's just fun to talk and just laugh and joke. You don't have to take it seriously. I'll still talk to you. I'll still be nice but to you. But take it seriously. But take it seriously. But take it. But take it. For real. All right, we have one more song here. Uh, I think. Oh, I hate this lady sweeping her fucking sidewalk across the street. She cares about shit. What a fucking idiot. Are you being serious right now? I just wanted to be more of a curmudgeon for no is reason. Is someone out there, I mean? Yeah, the, the neighbor across the street is sweeping off her stairs. Okay, because I was like, that's a weird thing to pull out of nowhere unless you see that happening. Mm. And I feel like you didn't just pull that out of nowhere. Nope. Let's listen to Truck Fire. Let's do it. Fucking Eddie Van Halen coming at you. It has a, like an 80s rock sound right in the beginning for sure. This isn't a buckethead style you get very often. Just a rock style. Not, yeah, not usually. But it can fucking play anything. Yeah, he's a very talented man. Bucket man. I think I read one time that he would like, watch horror movies with the sound off, and he would just try to make his own soundtrack with the guitar while he was watching it. That would be annoying if you wanted to watch the movie, though. With him? Uh-huh. Fuck it! Shut up! <laughs> I'm gonna turn this up. No, <laughs> you cannot. Fuck it, it doesn't go like that. It goes like this. do 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 this is all just Buckethead jamming on a guitar, right? I feel like that's all that it is. It's two minutes and we're over halfway. I don't really quite remember, but probably. I don't either. I think that's why I don't remember, because it's nothing... There's not, like, a real song. It's just, as they label it, a truck fire. Well, that's the sound of the fire raging. <laughs> It's weird because it's like... That's total Eddie Van Halen style playing. That's the thing. It's like someone would be playing this to prep up into a song, and this is how they're ending the album, which is weird. <laughs> There's not going to be anything after this Did you at mean all. that as like a preamble for a song, or a person practusing to get ready to play a song? I guess I meant the... Uh, like the intro of a song, okay. like how some like people will have... Yeah. Woo, and then that job. would usually like... And like to something bigger, but no, that's just it. It's he done. did some Eddie Van Halen stuff there, and then he finished it up with some uh, Tom Morello tapping on button beeps. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> for sure. So that's it. We are officially to the part of the podcast it. where it is time to go over some questions. <laughs> I got some questions for you. I'm gonna ask you a few things. One or two. Please answer me, please. I beg you. Please answer me, please answer me, please. Won't you just answer me? 
All right. So <laughs> why did I choose this? I explained it earlier, but I will just recap real quick that I've been listening to it lately. I was hoping you'd give it to me because I brought it up to you. You said that you would give it to me the next week and then you didn't because you don't ever remember stuff. So I was like, the only <laughs> way that I'm going to get this album on this podcast is if I get it. So what do I think when I gave it to you that I think you were honestly looking forward to it because like I said, I forgot how much I liked corn bugs. So listening to them lately again, it's been very enjoyable. It's been like a bright light of weirdness. I've enjoyed it. What was your judgment prior to listening to it? Well, I think we'll recall it's an easy motherfucking peasy. I was uh, excited to hear again because like you, I haven't, I haven't listened to this in a long time. No, it's been a while. And this was a big part of our life for a minute. Like, earlier on in our earlier relationship, on, this, yeah. Like, this corn bugs and like wings and family matters, that all means like early relationship to me. And it has this extra special like attachment to it so mm-hmm. corn bugs and primus and, primus. and zappa mm-hmm. it just has this extra like yeah these things that we love that would be weird if we the, weren't together anymore exactly, because- i was gonna say it's the things <laughs> that like is awesome that we love together but if we ever broke up it would like it's like it would be weird i can't say it would crush i would no things, i wouldn't but- stop listening to things but i would listen to primus and i would think of you and i'd be like fuck yeah, it would be hard not to. It'd like, be like 10 years before it would get out of my head. There are definitely things that we both have enjoyed, but together it built and became yeah. this like big thing that hey. we were into together. Yeah, and this is one of those. And this is so definitely I was one excited of those to hear things. Awesome. Uh, how many times did you listen to this? Do you even know? I only listened to this twice by myself. You had played it around me once and a, one and a half times, I think. Okay. But I know this album so well that I didn't really... End, end, Listening to things has been a goddamn chore for me. <laughs> I don't want to listen to music. I just want to listen to podcasts. And generally, oh, the yeah. same podcast over and over again. So listening to music is a chore. And the way I work, I often have to stop things. Like, I have to stop playing. So oh. I'll miss huge chunks of stuff. Yeah. So, or you just get things in pieces. But this was an album where I didn't necessarily... If it was going to be a short interaction, I didn't have to stop it because I know the songs. Yeah. So like when I'm... Spoiler, when I'm listening to the next album, yeah, it, it's going to be harder, cause, or it was harder, uh. <laughs> because like I, I have to listen to it. I have to sit down and listen to mm-hmm. it. And with this added person this week, I'm being talked to way more. So, you know, what do I do? How do I do this? So, but, so I got two in and a couple around you. In the long yeah. <laughs> that was a long-winded way. That's fine. That's fine. I honestly don't really know because it's just been something that I've been listening to lately. I definitely got my minimum of three in. I would say it's probably four or five, but I can't really say. Um, <clears throat> least and most favorite songs. I think that... I think we both know. I think this is pretty easy. Voodoo Muffin uh, seemed like it was clearly your least favorite because you said that you were looking for it to being over. Is that and, correct? Uh, yeah, and I believe it's your least favorite too. It is. So let's share. Let's just play it. Share this as well. Yeah, it just I zone out way too easy. It's not fun. There's nothing interesting about it. I like the tones, but they get boring after a while. Yeah, it's just not as much up my lane. So at least we share that as well, Muffin. And when it comes to what I think your most favorite song is, this is rough, but also based on what you said, I'm going to say Arm Torn Off by a Train. You are fucking correct. (laughs) (laughs) It checks all things for me. 
we got Buckethead, we got Chop Top. It's a metal song with a good riff. The lyrics are hilarious. I'm talking about someone's arm being torn off by a train. <laughs> the way he says the lyrics. Like, burn barrel. And it sounds together. It almost sounds like one of the ones they worked on the most. Yeah. I just love this fucking song. And it's one of the early ones that got me in. This and Dirty Sperm Rag were like the two. That, these are magical songs. <laughs> what sucks for me is that I, I don't have a surefire of choice. I know. I was going to guess for you either Dirty Sperm Rag or Arm Torn Off by a Train. And I don't know which one to go with. So, I'm going to say Dirty Sperm Rag just so that we can listen to Dirty Sperm Rag. <laughs> I'm honestly between those two. I figured you were. Because this is an easy one to kind of pull you in if you like stupid, bring goofy music. My yeah. Bring back my baby. Won't you bring back my baby to me? Yeah. I love his cadence. I love his <laughs> timing. I love all of it. So, are you going with this one? I think I'm going to go with Dirty okay. Sperm Rag. <laughs> Even though Our Tour Off by a Train is also a great song. We are both so simpatico on this album. It's, <laughs> we really it's because we, we, this was our album. I think so. This was together. So, we can we share a lot of the similarities. I think so. It was very funny. Very, very funny to me. All of it was. I was very open to the whole thing. Do you know how old you were when you first started listening to Corn Bugs? It was when we were together so we were early together, on. So, yeah. what? 22, 23? I don't know how long we've been together. We got married when we were 22. 22? We were young. We're stupid. I mean, but we're... I mean... But we're 35 and we're still together. We're still together. (laughs) That's not bad. I mean, we got through our 20s together. That's that's good. Uh, I think we'll be okay. I think we're pretty simpatico. Uh, And how did you originally feel about this? Loved it. Would you recommend this today? I don't know. This isn't my album. This is your album. You're supposed to be asking yourself. Oh, I forgot. Today. See, that's the whole thing. Because <laughs> shit. Because I felt like this whole time it should be yours. How old was I when I first started listening to this? Yeah, when we were early together. Uh, how did I originally feel about it? I loved it. It grew on me. Uh, would I recommend it today? I absolutely would, even though I don't think most people would be interested in it. I would also recommend it. So, you know, <laughs> since I answered all the other questions. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I assume that you would listen to this again, Sam. That you, yeah. that you enjoy it. Yeah, I forgot. I kind of forgot about Cornbuzz. It's one of those bands that just went to the back of my I brain. I did too. I don't know why. <laughs> I forgot how much I loved it. Yeah, it's good stuff. <sighs> so that's it, right? That's it for Cornbugs. Okay. Now's the next thing. And uh, I, I can't. Okay. Shake it off, Michelle. So the next thing that Are you we have. excited about Biden again? No. Riding Biden? No, I was getting... I I didn't want to give off too many emotions about how I feel about this next thing. So, Bob is going to be rejoining us. Brother Bob is going to be back. He is giving us the slider. I love him, too. (laughs) I love you, too, Bob. He is giving us the slider by T-Rex. What? Say that again. You need to slow down on that one. The slider. By T-Rex. By T-Rex. I said I was fine. It sounded to me like the slider slider by by T-Rex. T-Rex. Slider by. The slider by T-Rex. <laughs> Do I need to say it again? I wanted to get through this. I want to say it, but as uh, Sam Loomis, the slider by T-Rex. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to go. Thank, Thank you, everyone, you for, for listening. listening. We appreciate it. Goodbye. It was fun. 
Yeah, it was fun. And I love you too. I love you, everyone. <laughs> Sam, tell everyone you love them. I just did. See you next time. Bye. I said I love you too. I meant them all as well. I love you also. Okay, fine. I love everything. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Best be careful, huh? <laughs> Best be careful, huh?